You know, it's very amazing, you know, I, I'm so changing. But the thing is, I'm crying much more. And I shouldn't be crying all the time. But I'm just overwhelmed by the Spirit because basically since I've gone to Glory City Church, some people here from Glory City Church, I like these guys because these guys live in Glory City half a year and then they live here. So they live in Brisbane and they live here in Christchurch. Awesome, man. What a life. They can be born the sun. And anyway, we were at Glory City Church, of course, a couple of weeks ago. No, last, when was it? I don't even know when it is. Oh, last week. And uh, we had this... Australian Prophetic Council, Catherine was speaking and releasing words, and we all were releasing words, and things was happening in the spirit, and all these people speaking, and all these guys from all of us, like, tirelessly, all these meetings, one after the other, we even stayed longer, because somebody from, 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 America, from where was he from Switzerland was coming, and we felt we need to stay for this guy, Jean-Claude Trachel, who does Harvest Europe, it's just a powerful, and he was saying, I want you to hear this, guys, he is saying this, what's happening in Europe right now, he said, it used to be, we used to pray for years, and years, and years, and years, but he said, what's happening right now it used to be a hundred people getting together then maybe 200 people then maybe 500 now they've come to a stage that stadiums are being filled with the glory of God in Europe and Europe was the protocol continent it was the protocol continent and I'm deciding right now and I'm speaking this over our country that stadiums will be filled not with Elton John although it's got some nice songs but with the Holy Spirit and it is happening. They had the open heaven. I don't even know why we didn't have the open heaven this year. I, don't even, I didn't even talk to me, but I was not around. But the open heaven prayer meeting in Auckland and Whangarei and whatever, all the churches coming together. It's a season. It's coming into a season. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is we had all these meetings one after the other. And we had three days in between the Gold Coast. We had to just kind of take a breath, you know, lie on the beach and do whatever. And then go back into it again. And, we have, and, and then, of course, the whole week here, every night, we're here every night for worship, Right? Who has come for worship every, uh, not every night, because I know only one person has done every night. Who has come for a lot of times? Come on. Hey, who's actually come every night from the start? It's only Donna, guys. It's only Donna. Come on, give it up for Donna. Give it up for Donna. I honor you. If revival comes, and when it comes, it's already here. It's because of you. Uh, guys, I want to I wanna, I wanna really encourage you to lean into the Holy Spirit. We've had about 20 to 30 every night. I've been here every night. I've been fasting TV and, and the news. Now, I don't miss anything. And I've been pursuing the Holy Spirit. Catherine and I have been pursuing the Holy Spirit. And honestly, it beats all of it. We used to love to watch the news, have dinner and watch the news and have a little Netflix or a little whatever, whatever. I don't give a rip about these things anymore right now because the glory of the Lord is so strong in my life and becoming so strong in our lives together in the church and in the world that who cares about these dumb movies, you know? I mean, I don't mind going to a movie for the things. I don't know where you saw Avatar. What is it? Avatar. I thought you were going to Avatar. I would have done the same. And it's great, go to Avatar. But the thing is, though, the whole point that we fast and we pray is to lean into the Holy Spirit, to let go. And I have not missed it. Because every time I go into my secret place again, and we worship together, or we listen to a talk, or we pray, or we worship even some more, and it is so awesome, and it's changing my life from the inside out. I don't want anything else. I don't want anything else. I said, Lord, what do you want to talk about? I said, well, I can do all kinds of things. I said, I said Lord, what do you want me to speak about? And... Um, he said, uh, and, and I said, the power of prayer or something, like in the middle of you know, prayer and fasting and some awesome talk, you know, something. You know? And then he said, well, what, what's, what is he doing in your life, Catherine? What am I doing in your life, he said to me. What am I doing in your life? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a few words that Catherine has spoken and some other prophets have spoken in the this, in this, in this season. There's many, many uh, things spoken. I, I released one this morning over the, the people come for prayer in the morning. By the way... 
there's prayer meeting in the morning here, just that you know. And if I can get up every morning at 7 o'clock, you can get up at something. And go up there before service half an hour early and go and pray. I tell you something, you change. It is so beautiful. And I released a word over them, which I won't say right now. But the thing is, though, God is about to do some amazing things in the earth, but also in our church. It's so very, very exciting. God is all about transformation. Our slogan is, our vision statement is transforming the world, right, with the good news of Jesus Christ. And it's just beautiful what he is doing at this particular time. But he wants to transform the world. But I'll tell you something, what he first wants to transform, he wants to transform you. And he wants to transform me from the inside out. And I had quite a revelation of this whole area. And when he transforms us, he will transform the world automatically. Things will just flow out of your life. And you'll see these incredible things. Jesus is after fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. And so coming to this morning here, isn't it, Catherine? I said, I've been here before. And of course, last night and tonight and tomorrow night. And we're, and we're here every night. For, and so wonderful. I'm actually thinking that next, after camp, we're going to do church every night. <laughs> you know, if the ex-church could do it, they got together every day. Every day in the homes and in the big thing, in the temple. Why can't we do the same? Amen. Some of you, man, I didn't even make it to one of those things, Getty, and I feel really bad about it. Well, you should. <laughs> How hungry are you? How hungry are you for your God in your life? How hungry are you, really? I'm talking about really now, not this little Christianese, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. What about the real thing? What about really, really? And so, God's speaking a whole bunch of stuff very quickly. I saw a fruit tree the other day. I saw a fruit tree was so was so full of fruit. And all this fruit was falling. I said, fruit was falling. And the Lord said to me, Holy Spirit, fruit is falling right now. I said, Lord, what are you saying with this whole thing? He says three things. One, it is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, peace, joy, all, all this kind of stuff. The fruit of the Holy Spirit will become magnified in our lives, in our church, if we yield, in light in our church. Also, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, in the sense of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, will start flowing like never before. Honestly with you, when I stepped into this a couple of weeks ago, I can't stop prophesying every day. I can't stop speaking in tongues the whole time. I can't stop worshiping the whole time. I actually don't stop. Or maybe for sleeping. I don't even know what I'm doing sleeping, but somehow. But it's just the whole thing, and this whole prophetic thing, we lean into the Holy Spirit of what He is saying. You become so aware, so aware of what God is doing in our midst and in your life. It's so beautiful. So for that's go. And the third thing, a fruit is falling because it's harvest time. The fruit is falling because they're ripe for the harvest. So those three things we will move into even this year. The second thing I saw at the staff meeting, I saw a large egg. I said, Lord, what's this big egg? And I saw this big egg. Then I saw God as mother hen stepping onto this egg. He actually struggled to get onto this big egg. The big egg was us, the church. I said, Lord, what are you saying to this whole thing? And he said to me, and every time we prayed and every time we worshiped, and every time we leaned in, I saw the heat coming underneath her belly. And this thing was hatching. It was kind of like hatching, was processing faster. And there was acceleration coming. And I believe that God was saying that he's birthing a new things into our midst, which is going to be so powerful and so glorious. We don't know exactly what it is. I think I know what it is. But the thing is that we don't know exactly what it is. But it's beautiful. It's really powerful. So let's lean in. The third thing I saw, and actually goes on with Mariska. Mariska saw this thing came to me. Where's Mariska? Mariska there, there, there. 
wonderful. The, the one, the first one I won't share right now, Mariska, because that's a really powerful word, I believe. But I won't share that one. It's too many. I won't be here for three hours. But the thing is, though, the second one was very, very powerful because it has to do with whole thing. She said, I saw a supernova, a supernova, which is, an, you know, a kind of a, 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 a star that can explode. I saw a supernova, she says, coming out of the church. She saw people in our church being engulfed in this light and the forceful waves of clouds of stars spinning out of the supernova. And God showed her a picture of him opening his mouth and stars and galaxies coming out of his mouth. And God says, remember my breath, my voice, when I speak. That's why I love singing the song, Speak Jesus. When I speak, when I speak fantastic things into existence because my breath, it, my breath contains stars. And she saw this coming from our church and our people and, and emanating incredible light and stars. And then she felt God says, these stars do not just represent people who are going out and touching other people's lives and touching the city and the world, but also miracles emanating from this church. So I suggest you put your seatbelts on. Then I saw a powerful word the other day with prayer one of those nights and I saw the Alps and I saw in the big letters holiness over the Alps. I saw holiness. Oh, remember that whole thing? Holiness. I said, Lord, what is this thing of holiness? He says, Lord, what is holiness? And the thing is though, God, I felt God saying, I am renaming New Zealand. I'm renaming New Zealand of holiness. Holiness. And then I saw Aotearoa, the beautiful Maori word of this land of the long white cloud. And although this is a physical manifestation of something that happens, the long white cloud, there's a reason for it, right? Uh, yeah, it was a, a physical thing. Uh, but the thing is, though, he says, it's also my glory cloud. It's always been here. And before anybody was here, my glory cloud was already hovering. Because this is the great south land of the Holy Spirit. And he says, I was already hovering before people. And I was inviting people into this nation. And I'm already in this nation waiting for people to step into my glory cloud, to step into my presence and not muck around any longer. So God is saying this beautiful, beautiful thing. And then the fire of God was so powerful. Now, I want to release this today. I already did before, but I saw this beautiful picture about I want the church back. This is one I, I released in Australia. Uh, two of them. One is the, uh, the one of the, uh, uh, um, the uh, 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 prepare the way of the Lord. But the other one is I want my church back. And that's really what I'm talking about today. He says, I want my church back. I said, Lord, what do you mean? I saw this house, you know, it's being blown in the wind, the fire comes. He says, I want, I want the idols gone. I want all the stuff in people's lives, all the distractions in people's lives. I want, I'm purifying my church. Last night, uh, Anna had also, uh, where, Anna, Anna had a word, I think, also of the fire of God. It was just a sense of the fire of God uh, permeating and, and through our lives. And there's the Holy Spirit fire coming. It's so beautiful what God is doing when He comes. Isaiah 24, 14, they raise their voices, they shout for joy from the west, they acclaim God's majesty. Therefore, in the east, give glory to the Lord. Exalt the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, in the islands of the sea. From the ends of the earth, which is right here in Christchurch, the furthest city away from Jerusalem. From the ends of the earth, I hear singing, glory to the righteous one. This was the scripture that God gave me to come here. 35 years ago. I said, Lord, what do you want to do? I had some great prospects in Holland. I a conference center and it was doing well and money, everything was there for me. I even got offered another job with Integrity Music. It's like working for Hillsong or whatever, you know, this kind of Integrity Music used to be, anybody remember <laughs> Integrity Music? For, for be the, the Europe coordinator and Europe thing and I love worship, so that was a choice. And then God told me this, let's go to New Zealand. 
I was going to come in for one year to just be nice to my wife and just get to know <laughs> be know his family and this, this beautiful nation. And then God says, you stay here. I want you to exalt Jesus in this nation because I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous for my bride. He says, you go to this nation and you exalt my name in this nation. And I've been doing it now. We've been in ministry now in this nation for as long as we've been here. So 34 years. Married. And uh, we started to pray for the city and the town hall. Marched for Jesus for 10 years. We marched to declare the God of glory in the city. And we kept going, kept going as church. Guys, I, I've been faithful to my call in that sense. But we all have a call. We are called, all called into this beautiful country, into this ministry. At the moment, you're here, right? Then you're called here. When God sends you out, that's fine. Then go. But the thing is, though, if you go here, we are called to this nation. So we are called to lift up the name of Jesus in this place, right? Holiness. That this nation would be called holiness. Righteousness. That righteousness would exalt this nation uh, again in the name of Jesus. He says, I want this nation to be the praise of the, of the earth. The praise of the earth. A beautiful bicultural nation, Maori Pakia, living together in such unity and beauty that the whole world will be jealous of this nation. Now we're not there yet. But God is healing. There's a lot of stuff going behind the scenes that you don't even know of. The things are going on all the time. God is healing our nation. He's healing our people. So what are we going to do with all this stuff? That's my question. What are we going to do with all this stuff? What are we going to do with all these words that God is speaking and so many more? What is God saying to so much? What is the, the process of this whole thing? How are we going to steward this stuff? Well, and I feel, Catherine and I feel, this the holy fear of God in a good way. An honor of God to steward this thing. This, to steward this move of God. You know, the words of God are great. All these words are great. But they're all invitations to transformation. They're invitations to transformation. God is inviting us into his God story. The big story. But it needs an amen. All the promises of God in his word are yes in Jesus Christ. But it says also that we say the amen. It needs a response. 2 Corinthians 1, 2. For no matter how many promises, there's so many. God has made there. Yes, in Christ. Yes, he's done his part. And so through him, the amen is spoken by who? Us. We speak the amen. I tell you something. The promises of God in the Bible, but also the promises in the words of God right now being spoken every day in this house and coming from overseas, wherever, into this house, they need a faith response. They need a faith response. And I'm putting my hand up. Anybody else? Thank you so much, Olivia. You too. <laughs> You're already standing. <laughs> Come on, let's put our hands up. Faith response. Say, Lord, yes, use us. I tell you, without an amen response, things will not happen. He says, yeah, but every spiritual blessing in Christ is given to us. Yes, I know. The promised land also was given to them. But did they go in? No. Because it takes a faith response. Everything in the Bible, everything is given to us by grace. Everything is through Christ. But it always needs a response it always needs your trust and your faith in every area of your life so i would like us to lead in and say yes are we going to be serious about 
this journey that we're on? Are we going to be serious about what God is saying to us? I believe He's inviting us into a beautiful journey together. And you know, we all have a role to play. We all have a role to play. It is so beautiful. Yesterday, there was one of the words. I think it was uh, Ozzy. And he says, look at, the, look at this, this building, the structure. Every part has a purpose. Even the lights. Every part. And that's how the body of Christ is. We all have a part to play. And together, we're building this beautiful house for God. And so when Jesus says, when the disciples say, so the disciples say to Jesus, teach us how to pray. He says, okay, Matthew 6, now, okay, this is then how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I love this in the Passion Translation. It just accentuates a bit better. Pray like this. Our Father, dwelling in the heavenly realm, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is fulfilled in heaven. What a powerful prayer of transformation. But it always starts with God. He is always the source. Our Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Let's personalize it. Is it on the screen? Let's personalize it. Let's say my father for yourself. My father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which my life turns. You know, I felt such a strong. Catherine had a beautiful, she's just a great prophet, this girl. She had a beautiful word the other day about uh, pivoting. Pivoting. And, um, <clears throat> and I feel that, um, you know, we, we are so called to pivot ourselves around Jesus. Pivot ourselves around Jesus. I saw this sunflower the other day. I woke up and said, Lord, what is this? I said, this is a sunflower, big sunflower. And it follows the sun. It's a big thing. It follows the sun. I said, what a great sign. What a great word for us as a church that we follow the Son of God. We follow the light. We pivot ourselves towards Jesus. That's what Jesus is the center. That's what we sang the song. It's all about Jesus, all about Jesus. And it's a such an invitation into the intimacy of God in our lives. Such a such intimacy in our hearts yielded to His heart. And that's what this 21 days is all about. It's all yielding our hearts to Him, to center ourselves around Him, to make Him our priority, leaning in and surrendering and shifting. Oh, wait, there's another word that Catherine released at the Australian Prophetic. And here, shift happens. I've got to really watch out how I say that because I'm, I'm, I'm really not trying to swear anymore. I'm from here, I promise. But it doesn't mean I will never do it. If I ever do it, it's $5 for the mission. So I just, and the, the, the $10 for the mission, come on. $10 for mission. Shift happens. And the thing is what's happening, there's three words. One is shift, one is shift, one is lift. 
And it's such a strong sense that word get. I love, I love this word because it talks about this shift, this pivoting of all of our hearts, our minds and soul towards Christ, towards Jesus, towards the Father, towards the Holy Spirit. And then he is sifting us. This whole thing of the fire of God that sifts, it refines. It's the refiner's fire, which we don't have to be. I, I used to freak out about refiner's fire. Oh, this fire is going to come. It's going to burn me alive and blah, blah, blah. It's because I was so much in the flesh. I thought it was all this kind of stuff, you know. It is not. It's the beautiful love of God that is piercing eyes of fire. And he comes to your life and he says, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so wonderful. But there's a little spickle over there. And let's just, let's pop it out. Because it's actually not helpful in your view, in, your, in, your, in the way you see stuff. And so God is working in our lives. He's bringing alignment, divine order. And you know, it all happens in the... Secret place. Ah. In the Holy Spirit, of course. In the secret place. My talk today is face to face. Face to face. Face to face. So my question to you and the question I ask myself, when is the last time you fell on your knees and you were face to face with Jesus? I'm saying really face to face. Not as a quick prayer, said, Lord, I'm in trouble. I need money. I need a wife or something. This thing, face to face with him, said, Lord, your glory. May your glory, your name of your glory be my life, the center of my life. And I pivot my life around your glory. I want to be face to face with you. And you know, when he comes to you, you know it's amazing what happens. And I've experienced this the last 10 days. And I've pivoted my own life. I said, Lord, I'm going to get up in the morning early. An hour early, and I was in the, in, the, in, the, in the whole thing of the, um, it was in the jet lag. It was so difficult, because we went to bed there about, well, you guys know what it is. When you go to Brisbane, you go to bed about 11 or 12 after all these four-hour meetings. You think one hour, half an hour, you get ready for bigger meetings, guys. Goodness me. Anyway, so we had the meeting, and, but it's in New Zealand at 3, 4 a.m., you know. So we go to bed every day, 4 a.m., so you come here, and you're like, you know. And I said, Lord, I want to get up. And every time I did this last week, I was so proud of myself. I said, Lord. And at one time I asked the Lord, I said, can I be a little bit longer, please? Can I be like 7.30, just a little bit longer? And the Lord didn't say no, because he's very gracious. But I said, Lord, I will get up. And I rolled out of bed as, as Catherine and God is my witness. And I went to the secret place. I've got a secret place now. No, not my spa. It's also a secret place. But I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, prayer, a prayer, prayer room now. And I'm with this place. And then he meets with me. And it's so beautiful. And I worship and I give him praise and I come before his face and, you know, I don't really want anything else anymore. I don't desire anything else anymore. And he's changing my heart. He's taking my priorities. He's beautiful what he's doing in my life. What about you? You know, we can't be an agent of change unless he changes us from the inside out. But I tell you, when he, the fire comes in you and you're face to face with him, it's amazing what he does through you automatically. It's just effortly. It's the branch that is abiding, John 10, in the, in the vine. He's just in vine. It's just there's all this fruits coming out of your life, but not like persisting. I used to do also like a performance thing. I got to pray harder. I got to do this. I got to do this. No. We lean in. We abide in his presence. We abide in his sanctuary. We abide in the secret place. And honestly with you, it's been the hardest thing for me. And I'm confessing this today to the church. And I'm repenting of it. I had to repent the other day. 
because I'm such a doer. And I always walk, walk, walk. I mean, you're my witness, Josiah and Catherine, of course, and my kids, you know. I'm such a doer. I always run, run, run. Now, I, I, I listen to the Lord, and I worship, and I pray, and I go crazy, as you know, because I love Him so much. But I didn't stop much. It was just full on. And Jesus says, you got to stop. you got to stop and come into the secret place of me. It's so hard for me in the beginning. He said, Lord, I don't even know what to say. But then I started worshiping and he started to mold my heart. I said, Lord, you're so beautiful. You're so wonderful in my life. It's so beautiful. You know, your kingdom come, you will be down on earth as it is in heaven. All that stuff will come. That's the second verse. I'm not even past the first verse. You know, I need to go face to face with God. I need to take some priority in my life. And then God said yesterday, I, uh, I was in the secret place. I was just worshiping and just praying. No, actually, I was still in bed. I was getting up, and he already started speaking to you. Please make sure, when you, when you get up early, or when you, whenever you get up, when you get for the Lord, I mean, he speaks to you straight away. It's straight away. So be, be sensitive to it. Don't think straight away, I've got to run now. For this. Just be sensitive. Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying right now? And he said to me, he woke up. He says, I am detoxing you from the world. I said, I'm detoxing you, your flesh. You're from your flesh. And it says, he says to me, it's not very nice to hear actually. He says, you've been more in love with your flesh than with my face. I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. I cried. I said, so, I'm so sorry, Lord. I don't want to be with the flesh. It's so easy. Anything, is an idol. Anything that is not God prioritized is, is flesh and it's, it's an idol. It's something that's not trusting him with. And I said, Lord, and I'm on a journey like you are. We're all on a journey together. But I said, Lord, I want the other things. I don't want these things in my life. And be honest with you, when you seek his face, all the other things fall away anyway. And that's the beauty about stopping and spending some time in his place and with his face. And so I pivot my heart towards him. Actually, you know, pivoting actually means a, 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 sometimes a radical turnaround. A radical turnaround. I want my heart to be close to his heart. I want my face to be close to his face. Oh, thank you. I normally don't cry much. He asked me to pivot myself from the flesh to the face. From the natural to the spiritual. From loving myself loving him I think sometimes we love ourselves too much now of course you got to love yourself don't get me wrong but it's not more than God loving God I say Lord I want to love you in my life Lord I say with David in Psalm 27 8 beautiful he says the Lord he says Lord when you said to me seek my face that's why he loved David so much a man after his own heart why this this and he says to him he says seek my face and then my inner being responded and he says I'm seeking your face with all my heart I'm seeking your face with all my heart you know Jesus you know he sought the father's face all the time he couldn't do any ministry he said without even knowing what the father was doing well you got to be pretty close to the father to know what he's doing and he did an awful lot of things as in books can't even describe in three years what he did he did an awful lot of beautiful stuff all the time right so that means that he was always in a secret place what about us what about us I, and I invite you, 
I'm, I'm very bold because I've got nothing to lose. I lost everything already. My life's not mine. My life is Christ's. And I'm hidden in Christ. But the thing is, though, I, I want to invite all of us to go on this journey and to give up all that stuff and to seek his face. There's nothing more beautiful. And I want to say something else. You know, sometimes we think that we lose things when we give it everything away to back to him. But we don't. We actually gain the world. Because he's such a good, good father. He so loves us. He's so out there to give us beautiful things. So Holy Spirit, we thank you so much for who you are. Lord, we pivot our hearts. We pivot our face towards yours. And we love you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We bless your holy name. Lord, each one of us, Lord, we, we, we say yes to you, Lord, and we want to spend time with you, Lord. And I pray that all of us would find a place that we can just be quiet with the Lord, be still, and know that I'm God. It used to always freak me out, that verse. I said, Lord, I don't even know what to say. You don't say anything. He says stuff over you. And when he does, the only thing you can do is say, thank you, Lord. And the only thing you can do is love on him. And then he loves you back, and then we love him back. And so the journey is Holy Spirit come come us back we need you Lord we're so hungry for you we're so hungry for your presence we're so hungry for your presence Lord to worship you I live to worship you I live I live to worship Every eye bow. There may be somebody in this room or online, and you don't even know Jesus. Why is this guy crying? Because he's so loving, he's so kind, he's so beautiful, and he's looking for you. Like he was looking for me when I was 10 years old, actually for my birth. But when I said yes to him at 10 years old, is there anybody in this house, in this room, where you've never said yes to Jesus? You've never received him into your heart. You've never been transformed by the God of all creation and the innermost being. Today is your lucky day. Well, it's not a lucky day. It's a destiny day. It's a destiny because you're here for a purpose. You're here on the earth for a purpose. And God's got a plan for your life. But he wants you to come face to face with him. Will you turn? Will you pivot? Will you come to him? Every eye closed right now between you and God. I would love you to say yes to that. I invite you into this beautiful relationship. John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Is that you today? Do you believe? Do you believe? 
If you do, I want to pray with you. But can I just see who I'm praying for this morning? Is anybody else? Could you please lift up your hand so I can know who I'm praying for? Who is saying this day, I am yours, Jesus. I believe in you. Today, I come face to face with you and I give you my heart. Anybody here today? Lift up your hand high so I can see it and I can bless it. Anybody here in this room? Anybody online? Anybody here? Maybe you walked far away from God. Maybe 20 years ago you gave your life to Jesus, but you've been, been cold. And you say, I want back. I want face to face again. So anybody here today, don't allow this moment to pass you by. Anybody? Anybody? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for the harvest that is ripe. The harvest is ready, Lord. Thank you. I saw the fruit falling. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we have the boldness, the boldness and the confidence, Lord, to share with the people around us, Lord, our family members who don't know Christ yet, our workmates who don't know Christ, our schoolmates who don't know Christ, Lord. Father, I pray you release a boldness even in this room online who's watching in the name of Jesus that they would share the boldness, would share the love of Christ, that a boldness would come, a fierce confidence would come. Like the disciples in the Bible, they went everywhere and raised the dead and healed the sick and proclaimed the gospel. Father, thank you, Lord, for strength. I see right now, I see strength, I see metal, even some of us here, metal being put in your backside in the sense of your, 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 your back. The back metal coming for strengthening. Father, I pray you strengthen us in this particular time in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're so powerful and that you strengthen our lives and you give us boldness like a lion, which is not natural, but it's supernatural. And so, Father, thank you in the name of Jesus, even as we walk out of here, that some of us, Lord, will feel taller. We will feel stronger, Lord. We will feel even more in love with you, Lord, and know that nothing is impossible with you, Jesus, because you're the awesome God, the awesome awesome healer. You are the awesome Savior, the awesome God. And so we worship you and give you praise, Lord. Come on, let's stand together. We worship, Lord. We give you praise, Lord, for who you are. We give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name.